We're talking with Steve Cushman. I'm also joined by Norman Davis. We're at the California Historical Radio Society here in Alameda, California. And Steve, uh, I guess, are you the curator here? What are you here? I'm, I'm the president of the organization, and um, CHRS was um, chartered in California as an educational nonprofit in 1974. And we have, for years and years, we were just basically a... Uh, a swap meet group with radio collectors and every once in a while we would put on an exhibit to fulfill our uh, 501c3 requirements and uh, we were at the KRE building from in Berkeley from 2003 to 2013 and in 2013 we bought the building we're standing in now at 2152 Central Avenue in Alameda. This was the original telephone building for Alameda, built in 1900. Now, you said you worked for what, KGO, for how long? I worked for KGO Television for 44 years. But before that, my work in college was uh, all in radio at City College of San Francisco. We had a carrier station there, and we also used KALW for four hours a day. So I had good experience being on air, being program director, station manager, news director, promotions manager, theme show manager. And I even built the consoles that we used to put the, you know, the copy on. So um, uh, carpentry is my hobby. And I do a lot of the carpentry in this building. Now, Norman Davis, a legendary DJ starting at KYA in what, 1959, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, 58 or 59. All right, but most of us know you from KSAN in your days there with Tom Donahue, Tom O'Hare, and, yes. and the whole gang there. We're sitting in broadcast room here at the, at the museum now. This is yes. a pretty amazing place. Yes, this uh, we built this um, basically out of nothing, and what we're sitting in now is a replica, a, a working replica of a 1958... Uh, a radio control room with a Gates uh, Dualux audio board and two RCA C70 turntables and other appropriate gear for the time. And uh, hopefully we will, uh, since this facility was only completed uh, some months ago, we will eventually be streaming on the air here, hopefully having live DJs playing live 78s in some, uh, in some form of streaming. What we also do here, while we have the turntables and other equipment, we digitize any audio. Uh, you can bring in reel-to-reel tape or uh, cassettes, broadcast cartridges, DATs, uh, wire recordings, um, any kind of record, and we can digitize anything for you here. That's a service that we're going to offer. Even cylinders. We no, don't have I, a I cylinder. cylinders. Why, wire gets us back pretty far. Yeah, there. yeah. If, if people were going to come and, and take a tour of this building, just give them a quick little glimpse of what they might see. Well, what we have here are uh, many artifacts from the history of communications. You can see everything in the building from a set of working teletype machines to our ham radio station, which is fully functioning, to our TV display, which has some very old and unique uh, televisions, including the largest black and white set ever made, a 30-inch Dumont Royal Sovereign from 1951. We have mechanical television, porthole television, uh, predictor televisions, 
and uh, plenty of radios, everything from very early wireless crystal sets on up through the battery sets of the 20s, then into the table models and consoles of the 30s and 40s, and uh, deco sets and we sort of uh, celebrate radio here in all its and all every, everything about it we have a complete radio restoration and repair shop we um save radios from the landfill repair them and find new homes for them you're going to see a lot of things that you've not seen before we have uh, the largest communication library uh, west of the Mississippi, we have storage here. We have lot. We have lots of lots of things here. Everything related to radio. We have uh, microphones and uh, radio consoles and other pieces of equipment uh, that were important for uh, radio's development. And didn't you say you had like thirty thousand tubes? Oh yes. You know most <laughs> of what we have here, you know, runs on vacuum tubes. And in the building and in the facility here, we have about 30,000 vacuum tubes. Wow. And we have a crew of people that are always testing them and, uh, you know, segregating them, throwing away the bad ones, keeping the good ones. Because a lot of times in the old days, people didn't want to throw out tubes even when they were bad. So they'd get the new tubes, they'd put the old tubes in the new boxes and put it in a box that would sit, sit in their basement for years. And when we get called to pick up donations of old radios and parts and tubes, what's in the box could be in a brand, what's in the big carton could be a brand new uh, tube box with an old tube in it, with a dud in it. So um, the tube process, uh, the tube triage process goes on continually here. You showed me a bunch of old radios that your crew has rewired with Bluetooth so that you can be looking at an ancient old looking radio, but it's set up so that it can play in Bluetooth in your house. Right. Um, what we have discovered is that the traditional radio collector, which was the base of this group, they were into historical radios, the wooden sets of the teens and the 20s and the 30s and some of the early plastics and stuff. But when we got into the 50s and 60s, the traditional collectors thought these radios were junk. And for years and years, many of them went into the garbage and into the junk pile because radio collectors didn't want them. They weren't collectible sets. But now, as time has evolved, young people, and I mean people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, want an antique uh, to put in their kitchen or their house to play music on. And the radios that we were throwing away for years are now the antiques that these people want. (laughs) So radios that were going into the landfill, we refurbish them, we replace all the parts and bring them all up to date. And also, for probably about 90 to 95% of them, we will hook up an auxiliary wire and you can either take that and plug that directly into your phone, or you can connect it into a Bluetooth fob. So now anybody can have all of these ancient radios in their kitchen playing modern music through them. Play your own music through these old radios, and people think it's very cool. Yes, it is. And so we're accomplishing a couple of things here. 
We are taking in donations for radio premiums that people are taking home. And we are, you know, our technicians are always learning how to work on stuff and make it better. And we're saving things from landfill. We're the ultimate yeah. recyclers. Yeah. These people are taking these radios home and they're going to have a new 20 or 30 year life now again. After having a life once, they're getting a second life. So that's a beautiful thing. That's one of the, the yeah. things that we do around here. Yeah. And we have, just, just so you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but we have about 400 members in the organization. That's worldwide. And probably locally, participants that come on a regular basis, we have a group of about 30 or 35. And on any Saturday, there's between 12 and 20, 25 people here volunteering. I'm looking at the wall. It looks like CaliforniaHistoricalRadio.com is the website. Yeah, uh, easier than that. You can just go CHRSRadio.com and you can pull up our website. We have a really good site full of information. Also, if you go to that site and if people are interested, we send out a weekly email newsletter. And it's all about the organization and uh, what's going on and gee, you guys might be in tonight's newsletter. (laughs) And uh, that comes out. It only comes out from us. Is no spam. It goes out to about 1,350 subscribers now. And we encourage people to get on that. And they get our email every week and know what's going on here. You uh, publish a slick cover magazine at times, don't you? Yes. We also publish the CHRS Journal which is a very high-class magazine uh, that we put out twice a year, and that's, uh, that comes with your membership. And we charge 30 bucks a year to become a member, and you'll get your journals, and you get access to the building and the shop, and there's a lot of uh, perks that come with membership, including uh, getting to hang out with a lot of geeks who are interested in radio. <laughs> Well, that's what we're doing right now. Norman, do you have some questions for Steve? I think he pretty much covered the bases. I'm so impressed with what he's done here because I saw this several years ago, and it was a shell of a building. Oh, man, I can't tell you how proud I am of you, Steve. Thank you, Norman. That makes me feel good coming from you. (laughs) That's Norman Davis. That's Steve Cushman. We're here at the California Historical Radio Society, which you can go on the website, CaliforniaHistoricalRadio.com or CHR.com. CHRS.com. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Steve. All right. Thank you.